Babbel.com, language for life. Why Babbel? When you want to learn a new language, you want to be able to actually use it. With real people in the real world, every part of Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Designed by pros, lessons with realistic scenarios designed by over a hundred linguists. Use what you learn. Interactive dialogues that get you speaking confidently. Learn on any device. Compatibility with most devices with lessons that are only 10 to 15 minutes. Remember everything. Reviews that bring back everything you've learned. Number one selling language learning app. Download the app today on Start Learning Language for your everyday life from the App Store or Google Play. Choose how you learn. To start with Babbel, choose a plan that works best for you. Babbel app <coughs> subscription. Get unlimited access to hundreds of award-winning lessons designed for all learners based on level and time commitment. Babbel live subscription. You'll have access to live virtual classes taught by top language teachers available at the variety of days, times, and levels, plus access to all Babbel online lessons. People love Babbel. Thousands of five-star reviews. Publications love Babbel. The Wall Street Journal, Business Insider, CNN, Forbes, The New York Times, Washington Post, US Today, CNET. You can choose from the following languages, Spanish, French, German, Italian, Russian, Portuguese, Turkish, Dutch, Swedish, Polish, Norwegian, Indonesia, and Danish. Over 10 million subscriptions sold. Plushcare.com Healthcare that makes you smile. Virtual primary care and mental health treatment when you need need it. Get personalized high quality health care by taking talking to top US medical doctors all from the ease of your smartphone. Care for you and the ones you love most. High quality. Plushcare's highly skilled online doctors are trained at the top 50 U.S. medical schools with an average of 15 years of experience. Plush Care's online doctors give you and your entire family the peace of mind you should expect from your health care provider. Convenient. Just book an appointment, chat via video on your smartphone, and pick up your prescription from your pharmacy. Plush Care's advanced technology is integrated with most major insurers, labs, and pharmacies. Affordable. Talking to an online doctor has never been easier and more affordable. For just your copay or $99 per visit, you could get quality care from one of our of PlushCare's highly skilled online doctors. PlushCare's in-network with most major insurers in the U.S. and provide care in all 50 states. Over 450,000 patients cared for. Good morning. Hope you're enjoying your Memorial Day weekend. Oh, we'll be ready for a true crime story. Disappearance of Bethany Decker. Bethany Decker, born Bethany Ann Littlejohn, born May 13, 1989, disappeared January 29, 2011. Is an American missing person 
On January 29, 2011, Decker left her grandparents' home and returned to her apartment in Ashburn, Virginia. Her boyfriend, Ronald Roldan, says he saw her later that day. She has not been seen since. While Decker did not show up at a job or classes she took at nearby George Mason University, her absence was not noted for another three weeks, since messages to her friends were poorly from her continued to be posted on her Facebook account. After family noted her absence otherwise, they found her car parked near her apartment. Apart from the Facebook post, there had been no other evidence she had done anything since the day she was last seen. They reported her missing to Loudoun County Police. Decker was five months pregnant at the time of her disappearance. Extensive searches have found no trace of her or the child she might have given birth to. Roldan, who had a criminal record prior to the disappearance, is considered a person of interest in the case. In 2015, he was arrested in North Carolina and charged with the attempted murder of another girlfriend after he shot her during an accident incident in 2014. He has said he has not said anything about the Decker case after she recovered. The victim claimed on the Dr. Phil show that he had made statements to her that might insulate him and Decker's disappearance. Roldan pleaded pled guilty to two lesser charges in 2016. After he serves his sentence, he will be deported to his native Bolivia. The incident has been the subject of segment of the Investigative Discovery Channel series, Disappeared. Background. A native of Fredericksburg, Virginia, Bethany Decker attended George Mason University, GMU, in Fairfax as a graduate high school. She majored in global economic change while working full-time. During her time at GMU, she became pregnant by Emil Decker, an Army National Guardsman. The two married in 2009. Their son was born six months later. Emil was often deployed into Afghanistan with his unit for months at a time. During those times, Decker often left the boy with her in-laws in Columbia, Maryland, while she worked and attended classes. While working at a Centerville Italian restaurant, Decker met Ronald Roldan, a Bolivian immigrant, then around 30, and began an extramarital affair with him. By late 2010, there were strains in the Decker's marriage. Bethany moved to a separate apartment in Ashburn, Virginia. The relationship with Roldan soon followed, and he moved in with her. According to her family, Decker quickly found that Roldan was abusive, possessive, and controlling. Several times a day, he demanded that she spend his sent him a picture of herself on her cell phone to show who she was with. Her parents began developing a plan to get her out of the relationship, but at the end of that year, she was pregnant. Disappearance In January 2011, Emil came back from his deployment for a month-long leave. Near the end of that period, he and Bethany went on vacation to Hawaii for a week. They returned on January 28th and spent the night at his parents' home in Maryland. Emil's parents were unaware of the couple's marital difficulties. The next morning, Emil saw Decker before she went back to the Ashford apartment. Roldan saw, said he saw her there later that afternoon. Since then, no one else is known to have seen her. During that day, Decker called her employer to confirm her work schedule for the coming week. The last known contact she has had with anyone other than Emil or Roldan. On February 2nd, Emil's leave ended and he returned to Afghanistan. Friends who came to see him off at the airport noted that unlike previous such occasions, Decker was not there. They attributed her absence to the couple's marital problems. Investigation. Friends and family say Decker did her best to keep in contact with them, but due to her busy life, balancing her classes in what was to be her final semester at GMU with a full-time job, they had gotten used to not hearing from her for several days at a time. 
so they were not worried as February 2000 began without any news from her. However, later in the month, several Decker's friends called her mother, Kim Nelson, saying that they had received messages from her via her Facebook account that did not seem to them to have come from Decker. By February 19, not having heard from her daughter herself, Nelson asked her parents, who lived near Ashburn, to drive by and see if she was there. <coughs> Decker's Hyundai was still out front, but it was parked in, in a, at an unusual angle with a one-tire flat and noticeably dusty. This was not the condition that had been in one week earlier when the grandparents had last driven by. No one answered when they knocked on the door. Decker's grandparents called Loudoun County Police and reported her missing. Investors found that Decker had not used her bank accounts or cell phones since the last day she, had, she was seen, nor had she reported to work or attended her classes. They initially focused on Emil and Real Dance, since both of them might have had a moment to harm Decker due to the love triangle they were involved in. With the help of the Army's Criminal Investigative Command, CID, they were able to reach Emil at his post in Afghanistan and talk to him on the phone. Later, they were able to have him return to the U.S., where he spoke to with police at length and took a polygraph test. Roldana moved out of the apartment shortly after Decker's disappearance since the leave had expired and gone to live with his mother in Centerville. He told police that he had just assumed that she had gone back to live with her family when she failed to return. But investors became more interested in him when they learned he had a prior criminal record, including one arrest for identity theft and later convictions for public intoxication and destruction of property after a 2006 incident where he smashed a woman's car window. He also reportedly gave them inconsistent answers to questions about when he had seen the Hyundai parked outside the apartment. In March, police searched a field near the apartment complex. They obtained a search warrant for Wildan's current residence, specifying murder as a possible criminal offense on the affidavits. Among the items seized for forensic examination were several cell phones, a laptop computer, and some documents. However, police were not able to develop any evidence from this material that might have developed, helped them locate Decker. Rodan later stopped co cooperating with the investigation. He has subsequently been described by law enforcement as a person of interest. Emil later obtained a divorce from his missing wife. It has since been reported that he will no longer talk with her unless his lawyer, who says his client has nothing to hide, is also present. No record was ever found suggesting that Decker had given birth by her expected due date. Later that summer, although Loudoun County Police distributed to the public pigeons what she might look like near the end of her pregnancy. We feel we have probably interviewed folks in this question already that, that probably have information that we'd like to have and have been reluctant to hand that, that information over yet. Sheriff Steve Simpson told a local newspaper later in 2011, so we're hopeful that as the days go by that they'll realize that if they have information, no matter how insignificant they think it is, they will give it to us. A year later, Roldan made his only public statements on the case through his attorney, my client remains hopeful and prays dead that Bethany will come home, said Andy Gilo. On his behalf, she said he had cooperated with investigators. He has complete confidence they're working hard on the case. In late 2012, the investigation discovery channel says disappeared, visited, visited the area to produce a segment on the case. Produce, producer interviewed Decker's friends and family, newspaper reporters who had covered the story and law enforcement. One of the in journalists interviewed speculated that the show was interested in the case because Decker was pregnant at the time of her 
disappearance involved in a love triangle, so there are a couple of ways this could go. The episode aired at the end of November. On the third anniversary of Beth Bethany's disappearance, Nelson challenged Rodan to take a polygraph test. I would like to hear what happened, she told Washington Air News Radio, News Area, News Radio Station, WTOP FM. I'd like him to join the polygraph list like the rest of us did. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to worry about. In response, Gilo repeated that Rodan had answered all questions he was asked during the original investigation and was innocent of any crime that may have been committed. 2014, Rodan arrested trial. Rodan remained in Northern Virginia for several years after Decker's disappearance. In 2014, he began another relationship with Vicki Willoughby, a woman he met in a Manassas restaurant. He said that She said that Rodan later grew controlling and that she attempted to flee the relationship by moving to Pinehurst, North Carolina a few months later, but Rodan found out and followed her there. Their relationship turned violent. During an argument at the house in November, Willoughby pulled out a handgun she had Hidden in the living room to protect herself, she was able to shoot Rodan twice, although he continued to struggle and eventually gained control of the gun himself, shooting Willoughby three times, once in the head. Both survived, although Willoughby lost one of her eyes to the head wound. She was not charged since investigative police she had been acting in self-defense. He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon, assault on a female, and discharging a farmer in an occupied dwelling. After being released from the hospital, he was taken to Moore County Jail and held on $1 million bail. Texas Mulholland County visited Rodan in jail to ask if he was now interested in speaking with them about Bethany's disappearance again. He referred to them to his attorney in April 2015. He was discharged with attempted murder over the incident with Willoughby. His attorney said he intended to plead not guilty to the charges. Shortly afterwards, Willoughby appeared on an episode Dr. Phil devoted to the Decker case. She said that Rodan had told her during their fight that previous November he could make people disappear. In May 2016, after some of the evidence in the case had been suppressed, Rodan accepted a plea bargain from prosecutors. He pled guilty to two felony assault charges and was sentenced to six to eight years in prison. After sentencing, immigration and customs enforcement began deportation proceedings against him. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Bethany Take a disappearance. I hope you stay safe, stay home if you can, practice logistics if you do go out. Wear a mask, wash your hands, use universal precautions during this coronavirus. Like since it's 2021, that is already June. I hope you have a good week and thank you for, for listening. Stay tuned for another true crime story. <laughs>